The following program is sponsored by Lindis Construction. This is the WCCO Home Improvement Show, brought to you by Lindis Construction. One call, one contractor. Lindis Construction provides Minnesota and Wisconsin with the best products and workmanship. They provide leaf guard gutters, asphalt roofing, metal roofing, season guard replacement windows, exterior siding, remodeling, new construction, and more. If you've got questions, they've got answers this hour. Here's Denny Law and Andy Lindis. On this February Saturday morning, winter continues. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing okay, I guess. I mean, uh, so many people are are getting a little tired. Now, maybe not the ski areas or people that want to, you know, snowshoe or uh, snowmobile, things like that. There's, I mm-hmm. guess, like they used to say, one man's ceiling is another man's floor. But uh, <laughs> but that, that does affect your business, right, when you cannot get crews out for whatever reason. Yeah, things are just going slower now than what we would like them. Uh, you know, whether it's the roads are being too bad to actually send the crews out. We ended up uh, shutting down the office one day this week, and and just just moving the snow around our office and and the different properties. Just uh, yesterday, I spent three hours in a bobcat just trying to move piles back because I uh, I thought we we're gonna get hit pretty hard again uh, this week. And luckily, it looks like it's going a, a little bit south of that. Having said that, our customers with the snow on the roofs and the ice dams and my uh, snow removal crews, Denny, are uh, they're in overdrive right now. They're they're working. Uh, I, I even have crews out today, out uh, trying to get rid of some leaks in people's houses, just because uh, we weren't. We, some of these places weren't ready for this. Now let's talk a little bit about that because I was looking at a neighbor uh, in my neighborhood uh, who had a crew, and they're up there, you know, raking this. Uh, I don't think they're steaming it. They may have been. I didn't watch them all the time, but wh- why would they do that? It seemed to me this neighbor, whom I really don't know. It just had a new roof last year, I think. Now, is 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 it always necessary to remove the snow? I mean, if there are no leaks, can, do, you, do, you, do you bother? No. Um, if you don't have ice, if you don't see icicles yeah. coming down or ice dams, usually you're going to be okay. In fact, I got a, an email yesterday from a customer, Thursday from a customer. We just finished their roof in January. And he goes, I see a lot of snow up on my roof yet. It was a metal roof that we installed, too, and it was like a 6-12 pitch. So I doubt there's much snow up there anymore. I bet. Uh, and, uh, but he, you got to just see a lot of snow on my roof. I, I do have a snow rake. It is plastic. Should I take it off? I'm worried about scratching the paint on the metal. And I went and looked up his project, and we did spray foam insulation. We added in cellulose over the top. We did a bunch of ventilation, attic air sealing, and a metal roof. So my reply back to him was, you for what we did on your house you should never ever have to worry about ice or snow again if you want sell your snow rake to one of your neighbors tell them if they never want to worry about it to call us as well so if the house is performing the way it should the weight of the snow shouldn't be something people are worried about it's more about what i'm worried about is if you already have ice up and now we're going to get a little bit of freezing rain we get some warmer temperatures next week and then we're going to really start to see the water come into houses starting to cause damage onto the insulation the ceiling the attics the one i one i saw yesterday was unreal the amount of damage that this water had uh had caused and like what for example mold, there's mold all over the the actual decking of the roof the insulation is completely wet and mm. it's actually there was a note in there and how high up the insulation used to be, and it actually sunk four inches, um, and it wasn't that old. 
the there was ceiling damage. There's some wood rot. There's there's just a uh, you know for what it would have taken to get the snow and ice off the roof or to have it insulated and ventilated properly in the first place is probably cheaper. Well, I know it's cheaper than what we're going to have to go through now. Golly. 651-989-9226. If you have any kind of a home improvement question for Andy, call it in, 651-989-9226, or send a text if you like, 81807. I should make mention, uh, I was uh, stopped by the uh, home improvement show yesterday. Yeah, the home and garden show. Yeah, <laughs> I stop by the home improvement show every Saturday, but but at the home and garden show, kind of hard to believe that's come around again. But uh, I'm sure Lindis is there, right? Yeah, we have two booths set up this uh-huh. year. Uh, we have a 30 foot booth uh, about right in the middle of the show that features all of our products, and then we have another booth that uh, just has our leaf guard and roofing uh, that people can take a look at. So. I don't know how many people are making the trek down to the convention center today, but uh, if you're there, be sure to check us out. If you can't go there, obviously, uh, lindisconstruction.com, you can still take uh, advantage of all of the awesome show specials we have running right now, which is free labor on the installation of LeafGuard, windows, and uh, free heat map analysis of your attic. And and looking at our our, uh, opportunities or estimates that we're going on next week, Denny. Yeah. And we have between now and like Thursday, there's 90 attics we're going to be in. 90. 90. 90 attics that we will be in uh, between now and next Thursday. And it just tells you what, what's going on out there. People are, are experiencing leaks. They're getting worried about the ice dams, the snow on the roof. It's uh, this, is, uh, this is something that we haven't gone through for a while. I should say. And, uh, you know, it's really good. Whoever had the, the good idea of... Uh, changing the home and garden show to two weekends. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about the weather we're having this weekend. If that affects folks, they'll have next weekend to check yeah, it out. So. We've, uh, we've been there in the past, and it used to start it on a Wednesday. Yeah. So I think and, and, and that Wednesday was always really slow. You know, people, people work during the week, and, uh, and then you get one bad weekend of weather, and it really shut things down. So hopefully if we get a little snow this weekend, maybe next weekend it'll be gorgeous out, and people want to come and take a look at uh, th- stuff at the home show. I think it's going to be March next weekend, as I recall. I know. Yeah. So, I know, uh, I did, go ahead. I did tell my, uh, my uh, crews last week, I said, hey, brace yourself. I'm looking at memories of 78 degrees in the middle of March from a few years ago, and uh, so we might be up on roof sooner than you think. You never know. Of course, there's, there was snow in April last. <laughs> You're right then, too. That can happen. Uh, people are questioning, and I will too, and I think you've mentioned it, addressed this problem before. I think, is it not code? We build our roofs uh, to, to withstand some weight. Because some folks say, did you say the weight of the snow on the roof is not a problem? Depending on your situation, but the way we build our roofs right now, and 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 I know like on the structures that that I own, I'm I'm not worried about the weight of the snow. Now, where that can be an issue is if the snow has really drifted to one side of your roof, and you have ice build up, and everything is accumulating in one area, that can be an issue. But for just the the, the normal snow in the roofs, and most of the roofs that I've seen. I wouldn't worry about the weight. Um, having said that, can bad things happen? Yes, but more often than not, the weight isn't hasn't been a concern thus yet for for the jobs I've been on, at least. A texter wants to know if uh, Linda still does uh, the free uh, the the uh, analysis on homes. You know the the uh, efficiency, heat, yeah, cold, for yeah. Sure. Yeah, we call it our, our heat map analysis. We're going to come in with our blower door, our smoke sticks. Uh, we got uh, 
little uh, bore scopes to get into small areas. We have moisture meters. There's there's a whole bunch of uh, things that we're going to use in your attic and around your house to really determine what's going on there. And, yeah, for one of our guys to come out and look at all of those things, it is a free service. And we'll uh, hopefully find some ways to make your house more comfortable and uh, make your house be a, a house that you never have to worry about snow on your roof again. Now, I know you know a lot of folks and colleagues in the business, construction business, and we always get questions about people say, well, how far out does Lindis do work? We'll, in this particular case, the question comes from New Ulm, Minnesota, but I know you know people you know, from north of St. Cloud area, farther north, the Rochester area, but where does, where's the cutoff line for Lindis? Well, for for this particular office, um, we go as far west as like Rogers, Monticello, Minnesota area, Delano. um, You know, that's kind of our cutoff line there. As far north in Minnesota as Hinckley, as far north in Wisconsin as like Hayward, as far east in Wisconsin as Eau Claire, and as far south as like Rochester, Mankato area for, for, for Minnesota. So we cover a pretty big territory, to be honest with you. And if we do not do work uh, in in that territory i can usually recommend somebody pretty good and and that goes pretty much throughout the country you know for the amount of meetings and and, and national manufacturer meetings i've gone to have, over the years I've, I've come to know some pretty good contractors in in most states and that's all you want to deal with is some is the best the best people out there for sure yeah i tend to surround myself with Guys that I I label as um, this guy's better at that than me, and I just want to follow him around and, and learn from him. So <laughs> I'm like a puppy dog at those meetings, trying to trying to go around and uh, and get whatever information I can. That's excellent, Andy. Hang on, we're going to take a, a quick break here, inviting our listeners to call in or text in your home improvement questions. There's a line open. You want to use it six five one nine eight nine nine two two six, or if it's easier, send a text, and we'll get back uh, to that too. Uh, 81807. And welcome back to our home improvement show brought to us every week by our friends at Lindis Construction. You can see them at the Home and Garden Show at the Convention Center this weekend and next. Lindus, L-I-N-D-U-S. Andy is with us as usual. Andy, uh, you know, as you can see, we have callers and we have texters as well. Tell you what, let's, let's pick up on the phone callers uh, right now. Virgin's calling from Melvin. Virgin, where's Melvin? Not Melvin. Now then. Well, of course, now then. See, Dennis is refusing to get his ears checked. He's refusing. (laughs) The the huge city of now then. Of course. (laughs) Everybody knows that. Yes. All right. What what can we do do for Uh, you? we've We've lived here for well over 50 years. And last fall, we had Lindus put on leaf guard gutters. This winter, we have... Four-foot icicles hanging off the back of our house. Never had them before. Is there a problem with the gutters, or is this just this winter? Well, the biggest difference between an or you have you had ordinary gutters, open gutters on your on your roof before on yes. your house before, correct? Yes. So what what that's going to do? One, the profile of the open gutters comes out farther, so you usually don't see the edge of the roof. And what those gutters do is usually collect the ice and build it back up onto the roof, and that's usually hidden by snow. Leaf guard, it sheds anything but liquid water, so you will get some icicles coming down. The only thing I would worry about, if the ice is starting farther up your roof, that's what I would worry worry about. The amount of snow that we've had this past February with the cold weather that we've had, it can be a worry. So if you have an ice dam somewhere up on your roof, which if you got icicles, which 
I would be willing to bet that the ice is farther up. I would I I would want to check that out. Um, that's kind of the nice part about leaf guard. You notice the 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 problem a little earlier than you would with an ordinary gutter, so you can address it and take a look at your insulation and, and ventilation. In fact, more often than not, uh, I've been able to solve those problems with better insulation and better ventilation. Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Regine. From now then, not Melvin. Now then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're making fun of Dennis here. Uh, in the Twin Cities, 28, 28 degrees. There's a line open if you want to call in your question and shout it. Shout it out. Yeah, 651-989-9226. Question is, does Lindis work in Hutchinson? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, we do. Yeah. That's not what you call far away at all. So 1-800-LEAFGUARD if uh, you good folks in Hutch want to... Uh, Get some work done, 1-800-LEAF-CARD. Somebody wants to uh, upgrade their heating system. Uh, do you know anything? I do not. About geothermal, is that a good choice? I guess maybe for some folks it would be. You know, we've had a couple of projects where that's been used and people have had pretty good luck with it, but I'm not really familiar with uh, with the geothermal. I know it's about as efficient as it gets, uh, but... I uh, I haven't used it on any of my own properties, and I only had a uh, had a couple of customers use it, and haven't followed up that that in in a while to see how much they still like it. But I've uh, I've never really heard bad things about it. If that's something you want to, it's a pretty expensive way to go. Mm-hmm. But uh, if it's something you want to do, it's uh, I would uh, take a look at those avenues and weigh out your options on that. In floor heat is my my favorite type of heat, and you can do that with a geothermal system, but. Uh, it uh, it just seems the houses I go into that have the infloor heat just seem to be a little bit more warm. I like that radiant heat. So there's an item. I didn't mention this to you, but a texter uh, listener wanted to find out more about it. I'm going to be doing a little bit of research, in fact, this weekend uh, on this thing. You may have heard the commercial talking about this uh, uh, sewer skewer. Have you heard that, Andy? The copper mm-hmm. tea that's supposed to be effective in keeping uh, roof sewer pipes open. You put it right in the uh, pipe opening uh-huh. and it's copper and it's, uh, it's, it's, it's called a sewer skewer. So I thought, and I've been asked to do a little research on that. I'm going to try to do that this weekend. So we'll get back to you about that as a listener and you too. What, what's the science? Is it because the copper, well, that's what I'm wondering. It warms up a little bit more than like the PVC pipe. So maybe it, it doesn't, uh, it's got to be a different temperature than the other stuff. I was wondering not only that because of the, the, the copper conducti- conductivity, but I wonder if it releases a zinc. I don't know. I don't know. So that's oh. anyway, I have these few questions I need to ask, and uh, we'll, we'll report back. Because uh, we've been out on a couple of those to take care of. Have you? Now tell mm-hmm. us exactly what, 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 ha- what can happen. on This is on your roof now. Yeah, if, if that vent freezes sometimes it can stop your pipes uh stop your drains from actually draining it needs that vent for your plumbing you don't have the vacuum or the uh what's the word i'm looking for kind of a vacuum yeah the the pressure isn't going to allow the stuff to drain and um that's usually a telltale sign that you need to get up on the roof and get that that clear and unfortunately sometimes when especially post-storm stuff uh these pipes just don't go up high enough or they're in goofy spots, or they're in I, where where people have decided to take out vent pipes and and plumbing pipes and your bath fans and stuff like that. Just, just like 
did you just like decide to pick the worst spot in the roof to put this <laughs> or or was there any thought whatsoever to it and so we've been in attics moving some of those around or extending pipes and um one of the things that we do we always paint all of those stacks that come out and usually roofs are pretty dark so the paint's going to be dark and the darker paint uh, seems to do a better job of keeping those pipes free and clear as well all right i'll tell you what annie let's take a break we're reminding listeners we have another half hour of the show to go so if you have any kind of a home improvement question you want to call in or text in 651-989-9226 or again if you want to send in your text messages to andy uh, that's eight one eight zero seven eight one eight zero seven. And good morning. Welcome back to our home improvement show brought to us by Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. Andy Lindus is with me today. And again, if you're heading to the home and garden show uh, this weekend or next and or uh, look for Lindus. Now, Andy, do you know, uh, you, you mentioned earlier that uh, Lindus is in a couple of places there. Do you remember like a booth number or location? Uh, it's like the 2000 aisle and the 600 aisle. Oh, There's okay. a Leaf Guard booth and a Lindus Construction booth. Excellent. At the Minneapolis Convention Center. All right. We have callers. We have texters. Let's get to it. Joan is calling in first up here. Uh, Joan in Eden Prairie. What's your question, Joan? For the first time in six years, I have icicles on my house. What do I do now? I know I want to get a person over here to look at the insulation in my attic, but do I take the icicles down and will it come in my house? the water when it melts or is that possible or not possible um it is possible and depending on where the ice is and how easy it is to get to it's tough for me to recommend to take it down if i if i think it's going to be a dangerous spot to get to and it's not something you ordinarily would do um the worry is if their water if that ice creates a dam and water starts to melt on the upper part of the roof and gets to where that ice is and doesn't allow that water to escape, that water is going to start to build back up on the roof and can get into the house. And we'll kill a couple of birds with one stone here because we got a couple of texts along this line as well. Uh-huh. The best thing you can do is to remove the snow behind the icicles. That is going to give you your best shot at trying to make sure no water gets to sit behind that house. So if you do have a snow rake and you can remove that ice as far away from where the or remove that snow as far away from where the ice buildup is it's going to give you your best shot at not having any any problems now taking off the icicles can can if you can just knock them down but that that ice is probably still going to be on the roof i really caution people of removing ice themselves with anything outside of steam from the roofs I go to jobs every spring when we have winters like this, and people just beat the heck out of their roofs and gutter system with shovels, axes, hammers, chisels. Um, You know, you think you're going into the ice, but you're actually going into your house with that stuff, and you can cause more damage than than you actually you're 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 preventing. So. Be careful with that. Uh, we use a low-pressure steamer when we have to remove ice. We do have another question about heat tapes as well. I don't like heat tapes on roofs ordinarily. Up some valley areas, they've been effective. Inside a guttering system, um, they can be effective. Uh, I've had pretty good luck with my leaf guard running it along the back end of my flashing in the gutter and out the downspout in some instances to try to keep. When you can't get good insulation and ventilation on a roof, so you, you know that area is going to have some s- snow melt, it might be good to make sure that the gutter stays free and clear so if the water does get to the gutter, it's able to run out. What about, thank you, Joan. I hope that helped. What about, uh, as I, earlier I was talking about uh, a neighbor who had some people not steaming but raking, roof raking. Can mm-hmm. that damage 
if if you're not careful or have a certain type of roof rake, cannot that damage the shingles? Oh, absolutely. Anytime you're on your roof, you can damage your shingles. Just walking on the roof can damage your shingles. Remember, any type of granule loss on your shingles, it, it lowers the life of those shingles. That granule is the only thing really protecting that shingle from any of the UV light. So if those granules, everybody's seen a curling and cracked roof. Yeah. It's it's not from the asphalt that why it's doing that. It's because the granules lost, and then the, the sun got to the asphalt. The asphalt started to shrink, and then it started to curl and crack. So you lose those granules, bad things can happen. So you, you do want to be careful with that. You don't want to be up there shoveling and... I don't know. There's a, a one of my estimators was out in a neighborhood uh, earlier this week, and there was a guy on his roof with a snowblower, Denny. No, um, an actual. Not an, I'm not talking leaf blower. I'm talking a full blown <laughs> snowblower up there, up on his roof, and uh, and I asked him, I go, "Do you stop and see if you need an insulation bid? Because uh, if a guy is desperate enough to get a snowblower on his roof, he must be having some problems." <laughs> I want to know how he got it up there. That's exactly what I said. He came down rather quickly, though, I can tell you that. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. All right, let's go back to the phone. Mark in St. Paul is next. Thanks, Mark. What is your question? Uh, South St. Paul, actually. Uh, Actually, a bit of a heads-up for a lot of folks that have gas service to their houses. I remember years ago we had some heavy snows, and uh, the gas company was giving people a warning to make sure the meters and the regulators stay cleared. Because uh, that can interfere with the gas lines in some respects. I don't remember the exact details, but uh, I've got a gas meter alongside my house, and I was blowing snow from a sidewalk, and I was okay. I got to keep that clear. And uh, I'm not sure if it causes explosions or get, uh, disruption of the gas service, but for folks that have a gas meter, just make sure it doesn't get uh, blocked up with ice or something. Yeah, and that goes for any of the utility stuff around your house, Uh, anything that vents out your dryer vent, your furnace vent, anything that's venting out the side of your house or going into the house, you do want to keep that free and clear of snow. Um, Bad things can happen when those things get clogged up, and it's definitely something I pay attention to on my home and talk to my families about, uh, going out there and and making sure that, that, that... this is what you need to do in order to keep your heater running or not having to worry about any bad exhaust coming into your house. But, yeah, no, uh, keep keep all of that utility stuff free and clear of snow. It's not just your sidewalks and decks and things like that you need to shovel. It's uh, it's uh, the rest of the house that needs some protection as well. I'm glad Mark brought that up and you too, Andy. That's good. I think I'll check on mine when I get home later today. Good idea. Mm-hmm. All right, with, Mark. Uh, with my wife, uh, she worries about that stuff so much, so I check it on about every other day. I wow. sound like, she's like, hey, have you checked that yet? I'm like, yes, yesterday, dear. But, but today it drifted a little bit. All right, I'll trudge around the outside of the house and look at it again. Very proactive, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, Dan in Manitoba is calling in with a question. Uh, go ahead, Dan. Thank you. Hey, guys. Great show. Thank you. Thank you for putting it on. Um, radiant floor heat. Um, what's your thoughts? I know you love it. I think it's fabulous. I noticed that some contractors lay the wire mesh down over the two inches of uh, insulation, and then they they zip tie it to the wire mesh. But then I thought, well, you want that wire mesh in the center of the pour, so you have to try to pull that whole thing up. And then isn't your then your tubing is pretty close to the surface top surface of that concrete. So if you ever put a hole in it, you risk running a hole into the into the piping. What's the thought of Securing are you, are you talking about electric in-floor heat, or you're no. talking about the tubing with... Hydronic. Yeah. 
Yeah. See, mine's five inches below the concrete. I uh, I added an extra inch of concrete just because I knew I'd be building walls on top of it and just to be on the safe side. And like I yeah. said, I'm, I'm fourth generation in this house, and so I'm, I'm building this gar- garage to sure. last generation after generation. But uh, yeah. it's four inches down. Remember, it's going to heat that concrete, and that's the cool part about it. So yesterday. Yeah, I know that. Uh, my kids were in the garage, and they <laughs> they had it cranked up to, like, 67 degrees. It was almost 70 degrees in there. I mean, and I'm in there working on stuff and just, just sweating. So I mm. go and about, I don't know, it was like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. I went and I, uh, I turned it down to 53. And this morning before I, I came in, I went out and checked, and my, my, my pipes are still cold. It hasn't kicked back on yet since yesterday. That's how much heat is retaining in there that's one of the drawbacks on the retaining heat it doesn't doesn't get cool fast it doesn't warm up fast but once it's warm it's very efficient at staying warm because everything essentially is a heater the the entire any surface that 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 creates energy or all the surfaces are going to stay warm and as that those surfaces lose the heat that's when the boiler has to kick back on but concrete does a pretty good job it's been hey andy i don't know 20 hours andy yeah Say, now is your wire mesh in the center of that core, or is, or is your tubing attached to the wire mesh? I don't have a wire mesh, so I have oh, you two don't. inches of foam down, and then the the tubing over the top of the foam, and then the concrete over the top of that. Okay, good. Well, that's great because I'm thinking maybe I see you guys use wire mesh, but it seems to be kind of a problem. Other than now, did you have it pumped in with a pumper truck? Yes. Uh, all the concrete? Now, did you have the whole thing framed up before you poured it, or did you have the slab uh, open to the sky so a pumper truck, you know, or did it have a hose coming through a yeah, window no, or a no, doorway? I had everything framed up. That's why I had to get the pump truck in there. Okay. Well, that kind of does that topic again. Thank you, Dan. Interesting. Thanks for the question. Appreciate that. Uh, we, I'll tell you what. Let's take a break here. We've got uh, other folks on the line. Bev and Bruce, don't go away. We have texters we want to help out, too. With more home improvement questions here on News Talk 830 WCCO. And good morning. Welcome back to our home improvement show presented every week this hour by Lindis Construction. Andy Lindis helping us out again uh, this morning, helping you out. Andy, we have callers. We have texters. Let's uh, get you back to work here. And by the way, check out Lindis at the Home and Garden Show at the Convention Center, downtown Minneapolis, this weekend and next. All right. Let's see. Bev is calling from Bloomington. Hi, Bev. What's your question for Andy? Um, hi, Andy. Um, this is Bev. I'm calling, and you've done a lot of work for us, uh, pa- uh, patio door and picture window, um, and we have leaf guard gutters on the front and back of our townhouse. And um, I have a big area all along both on the front and in the back of ice uh, and big icicles Uh, and I think it was probably like I would say probably four or five years ago we had the blower door test done although the the gentleman didn't go up and look in the attic at all but he said everything seemed to be fine but um, I don't know I've got all these big icicles and I've noticed like um, today uh, that in the soffit vents, which is really kind of a narrow little meshy area or a metal area, um, there's every once in a while there'll be um, some tiny little icicles coming down from that. 
Have I got a big problem here? Hello? Hello? Hang on, don't go away. We're having a little bit of a technical problem. So, oh, Bev, okay. Bev, don't go away. Okay. Now, is this, how long ago did you get uh, get the uh, leaf guard on? How many years ago? Oh, wow. It, it's been a long time. Um, we, we've lived here for 18 years, and I think it was probably two years after we moved in here that the leaf guard gutters were put on. Okay. What do you think, Andy? Well, if you got the icicles coming out your soffit vents, uh, I would uh, want to check that out. Something is happening in there. My guess is you got those because of condensation during the polar vortex when we had all that stack effect going on. So I would uh, have one of our guys come out. Let's take a look at your attic. Um, just give us a call Monday and uh, tell the people that I told them uh, told you to call. We'll come out. We'll take a look at your attic and see what kind of plan we can come up with. But soffit, icicles coming out of your soffit, or water, any type of thing coming out of your soffit is never a good thing. Okay. Yeah, it's just every once in a while there will be a few tiny little ones. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if I need to have all of that ice removed. Uh, let's, we'll get out right away next week and take a look at it and let you know. Um, okay. If, if, if it's, if my initial thought is yes, at least the snow part of it, but uh, let's take a look at it and go from there. All right, good deal. Just as a reminder, uh, Bev, 1-800-LEAF-CARD. Well, you probably have the number, but just to, to c- remind the folks and uh, to come on back over to uh, to your house. Appreciate it. Uh, let's see, who's next? Bruce is calling in from Bloomington, I believe. Bruce, you're on uh, CCO. Good morning. Good morning. Say, Andy, I got uh, a question a lot of people might have. Is there What's best to use on concrete to melt the ice that uh, won't damage my concrete? On the driveway. I've got a sloped driveway. Hmm. Um, well, I we use or just your normal salt on and on, on on everything. I haven't had any damage on it. There can be some staining that happens, but it usually goes away and it usually pretty is pretty surface like. Uh um, I, Denny, I, I don't think there's any detriment for putting the normal salt on concrete, is there? Well, I have heard from concrete people that say don't use any salt on concrete. Okay. It will damage it. I, I remember we got an email, rather a text from a uh, a person who was in the concrete business for like 30 years said forget salt. Yeah, it 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 makes pock marks on your concrete. Yeah, so it's. <laughs> I mean, there are there are safer chlorides. Yeah, you know, like magnesium chloride supposedly is safer, is one of the safer ones, especially for plants and and uh, animals, Pets. things like that. Yeah. But uh, I know it's tough because, <laughs> in some cases, what what are your choices? Have people fall, or uh, or damage the concrete? I guess what it comes down to. But yeah, I just remember reading that from a concrete person who was kind enough to uh, uh, give us. His opinion. So there. All right. Let's see. We're getting a lot of questions again about, like you were trying to feel, Andy, about uh, getting the snow off the roof. A lot of folks are are worried about that. And what about uh, uh, raking again? Would you recommend forgetting that even? Does it even help? There's some text that said, even if I do it a few feet up from the uh, uh, roof line, is that going to help with uh, the ice dam? Yes, for sure. 
Um, Anytime you can get the snow away from the ice, it's going to help your situation. That's what you need to... That's the biggest worry. If, If more snow melts and gets behind that ice and that ice starts to build up and build up, build up, and all of a sudden... You get standing water up there, which we see on a regular basis. It's the standing water that hasn't quite turned to ice yet that causes the damage. Okay. All right. 651-989-9226 or send a text. Oh, we've got so many text messages here. I hope we'll get through them. Um, some folks say, yeah, we've had, we've had a whole bunch of shows done on this about chicken grit. You can find it at any hardware store. They say works great on concrete. A lot of folks sent text messages over the last uh, few weeks about that very thing. Have you ever heard of that, uh, you know, instead of sand? Chicken grit. Yeah. Hmm. All right. I think it goes by go. a couple of other names, too. But I, I've heard that a lot lately. People have some uh, success with uh, that particular thing. Essentially like a sawdust type? I'm not sure, to tell you the truth, because I haven't used it. I think I may check it out, though. Because I get a little worried about, uh, you know, the walk and the driveway itself uh, using any kind of a chloride. So, um, you know, I know we, we have a couple of minutes or so to go before the break. But, you know, we should mention, in fact, uh, I talked to the gentleman yesterday who is a, uh, uh, one of the district managers or whatever for Marvin. And he knows well Linda's construction, especially the Infinity windows. Aren't there some special deals that Linda's has now? On your yeah. window lines? Free labor on the installation of our Season Guard windows and the Infinity Window My Marvin. Uh, both are excellent choices. And one of the things I, I love about the wintertime, uh, we don't receive any service calls or really frost-up calls on our window lines. And we get lots of calls on frost-up on every other window line to come out and replace, it seems like. So, so why I chose those windows is because they are specifically designed for a northern market that uh, and the glass pack that we use, how we install them, a lot of things go into it. But if I could find a better window to put in your house in this particular area, I would. Those uh, those windows go uh, do a do a really good job, and people seem to like them. Uh, grit. We're getting, we're getting text messages from listeners who always have the greatest listeners. Uh, grit is just small pebbles. Uh, somebody else say what's what's the other word here? Yeah, form of coarse salt, pounded rock in the form of coarse salt. Okay. Chicken grit is pounded rock in the form of coarse salt. So there you go. There you go. All right. Hmm. Learn something every day, Denny. Absolutely. That's why we're here. Uh, looking for chicken see. grit on my uh, trip to the hardware store today. <laughs> chicken grit. I tell you, we've had, again, some of our colleagues have done shows about that very thing, given all the ice we've had uh, this winter. And uh, they say, by golly, it really works. So I think I'm going to pick up some, uh, like some folks, there's a text that just came in and said, pockmarks on your driveway or walk is better than pockmark on your head from falling. So <laughs> there, there is that. <laughs> There's a good point. Uh, what, what else can we think about if for folks that uh, when they stop by to see you, you guys, Linda's, at the Home and Garden Show, what are they going to find there? What can they see there? Oh, you're going to see our sun tunnel. You're going to see our infinity windows uh, by Marvin, the leaf guard gutters, uh, all the different types of siding that we have. And uh, and you'll be able to talk to anybody out there. And, again, if you can't make it there, we'll bring the home show to you. Just just go on our website or call us at 1-800-LEAF-GUARD, and we'll come out and go over, over every sample that we can and try to make the best decision for your house. 
Now, what if somebody comes up to your good folks there at the Home and Garden Show and say, hey, I want a new deck built. When can I do that? (laughs) (laughs) You may say, well, let's plan now. Yeah, um, you're going to want to plan now if you're going to want to enjoy it in 2019. Um, my decking guys have actually gotten a lot, a lot done this winter. Uh, again, we went around and did some things ahead of time before the frost set in and we're able to do a lot this winter. So we're getting a little bit caught up and, um, our, our crews are about as efficient as they've ever been. So our lead times aren't what they used to be. Having said that, they're still, uh, in the months long, not more than weeks long when it comes to decking. So I, I believe we're into April-ish right now, end of April for install. Uh-huh. All Which right. isn't bad. Not isn't bad, bad at all. I'm guessing over the next two months, that's going to turn into July real quick. So don't wait. Uh, get in. In fact, uh, head to the uh, the Home and Garden Show. Fun show, always, every year. And it's mm-hmm. this weekend and next. So do stop by Linda's Construction. All right, Andy, have a good week. Let's talk again uh, next week. We'll do another show. What do you say? Yes, sir. All right. 1-800-LEAFGUARD or lindasconstruction.com for Linda's Construction. Yeah, we'll be back again next week.